0: Let the buzz
1: begin. Hi everybody, welcome to the Ultimate Fighter after show here on After Buzz TV season 21. Week 6 already. We're at the about the halfway mark. We are. I'm Siri Serrano, very excited about the show and our guests that we have on. But first, I'm going to introduce to you my co-host, Mr. J Tan. Hey lady. How are you doing? All right. How are you Good, a We're good, a slimmed
2: down community uh this <laughs> show, right?
1: We are, we are. Uh, Jared is not here today, but we'll be back for this. Him wait. He's out making weight. He's out making weight.
2: He's cutting in the sauna and we could not put a microphone in there lest it, you know, damage properties. So I
1: didn't know he was the fighter of the show.
2: That's the explanation.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> and over on the couch today is Alexis Torres. Hi guys, yeah. I'm keeping
3: track of the live chat and any questions you have to hashtag ABTVTuff.
1: Love it. Yes, that's right. If you have any questions for us or our guest, we have um, Black Zillions Jason Jackson on the show with us, Skyping in from Florida today. Um, are you there with us, Jason? Are you here? Nope, not yet. Well, he will be joining us shortly, so stay tuned. If you have any questions for him... Uh, Reach out to Alexis over there, many our computers. Um, where to find us? After Buzz TV, afterbuzztv.com. You can find us on youtube.com backslash afterbuzztv. Also on iTunes, SoundCloud, and, um, also hashtag ABTV tough that's where you can reach out to us if you have any questions right so um let's discuss this week's episode fight Uh, through
2: the pain they call it
1: fight through the pain i know (laughs) we shall do that this this uh (laughs) this show right well we watched jason on tough talk last night what's your take on him
2: Jason's an interesting guy. I'm really looking forward to talking with him. Um, One because I'm a big reggae fan, and him being from Jamaica, Lagoon brethren. Um, (laughs) But he's he's a guy that strikes me very much as um, I don't want to say trying to play a character, but there's a little bit of that. I think it comes from a certain playfulness that uh, is just inherent in him. And um, he is kind of playful. He's definitely playful. I think it rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, he was all over the place. Couldn't understand half the stuff that him and, um, who was it, Steve Carl, right? Yes. Um, him yeah. and Steve Carl were both on the show last night, and they were going off. It it seemed like there was a heated rivalry there, but it also seemed like it was playfulness. Yes,
1: it's hard to tell I was which waiting
2: it was. for it to get to a certain level when Karen Bryant and Michael uh, Bisping would say, all right, guys, chill, Come on, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> right. But it never did get there. Right. But I think if they weren't there... It would have gone there you think? for you sure. Think? Oh, God, I I'm think kind so. of on the
1: fence with it. Um, I, I think he might be online now. Jason, are you there with us?
4: Yes, I'm here with you.
1: Hi. Yes. Oh, oh, there you are. <laughs> we can see you. Thank you so much for taking time <laughs> oh. to be on the show. Oh, is that your son?
4: Yeah, that's, this is my son, yes. All right.
1: Aww.
4: Well, go on, Bridger.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> There's that smile we've come to see every week, your playful smile. We love it. Thank you for uh, again. Thank you for taking time. Um, what what a week and what a fight this week!
4: Congratulations, man! Thank you so much. <laughs> I think I deserve it.
2: Hmm. Um. You you've been watching the show week to week. Obviously, you've lived it. You've seen what its uh, differences between what you remember versus the show itself.
4: I don't miss a moment or episode of it. No. Not at all.
2: <laughs> okay. So, talk to us then. Especially if tough talk. Now, are you you must be back in Florida by now, yeah? Yes, I'm in Florida. All right. But you were in in studio here in LA for uh for tough talk yesterday.
4: Um, I was there back to back. Actually, I was there um last week, and I came this week, and I flew out, and I I just got here at um six o'clock this yesterday morning.
2: Oh wow! All right. So, what uh, the the stuff we just started to talk about you and uh, you and Steve Carl, all that back and forth on Tough Talk.
4: Oh God, <laughs> you were having fun Steve with Carl, that. Nice guy, man. You know, um, definitely. You know, um, he mentioned my name before, so. You know, I thought he had something to say to me, so I, I just best if I confront her in front of everybody so we don't hear he say, she say. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I actually brought him on my show, you know, oh, because it's my episode. movie. <laughs> 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 so, you know, I, I wanted to say what he had to say in front of the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking,
1: it was hard to tell if there was a heated rivalry or if it was playful. It went, it bounced back and forth. You know, is it more of a rivalry or do you have, you know, is there tension between you and some of the other fighters? It seems to be. But then you're also quite playful.
4: Well, you know, um, I don't have to be serious, you know, because I, I like it when people don't take me serious. Mm-hmm. But when I put them on their butt, then that's when they're going to take me serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of I, mind games. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a I don't need a switch. Switch. Um, personality i'm always gonna be me no matter what or who it is i'm always gonna be me so you know everybody can get used to this side of me
1: Mm. well i think we have a fan question for you alexis what
3: is it so joseph boza since we're talking about your awesome personality on the show uh do you feel like uh you were represented well on the show because sometimes you know shows like this especially in reality they tend to edit you know, a certain way and they're, you know, portrayed that way. Did you feel like they represented you correctly or well or anything like that?
4: Well, it doesn't matter how they put me out there. Once, you know, my fans get to re- meet the real Jason, they will know who I am. They appreciate me, you know, a lot better. And, you know, they will understand who I am. And, you know, I'm just living, I'm just being me on the show. And, and if they did cut something out, don't take nothing away from me. I'm still me. I'm Jason.
1: Yeah,
3: do
1: you, buddy. That's awesome. <laughs> My you question, you guys talked about this on Tough Talk about the, the bacon cooking <laughs> part of the show when Steve <laughs> Carl said, you know, you, you accused him of eating bacon when he was supposed to be cutting weight and he says he wasn't cooking bacon. So who's telling the truth there? Like, what was that? Why would he deny that?
4: Of course, because that's, like I said, the skills cannot get them TV time. So they would do anything crazy and outrageous to get a little more TV time. But guess what? TV comes to Jason naturally, so I don't need to go out my way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! The ass kicking machine got cameras on him twenty four
4: seven, right? Oh man! <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm just enjoying it, man. He knew, he knew, he knew that he was eating bacon. They yeah. got it on camera. I'm surprised they didn't show that. And you that was recorded.
2: And you ain't digging on the swine, correct? What's that? You ain't digging on the swine, right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm just yeah. at the moment you know what I'm saying it's way in the same day you get him eating bacon or something wrong
2: right right not a good strategy because it's high in sodium mm-hmm. keeping water in so you think he was doing that just to get some more create some
4: drama huh oh absolutely he knows that mm-hmm. he knows that he knows what he was doing what was because your sorry you think about it you only have half a pound half a pound mm-hmm that's ridiculous. If you you could run outside and spit that off. So, mm-hmm. you know what he was doing.
1: What was your experience overall like being in that house? Did you did you have any issues, you know, or I mean, mentally it's kind of it's a it's a challenge being in a house with all those guys for all those weeks. Would you do it again?
4: Absolutely. As long as I'm getting paid, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> tell it like it is
3: what advice would you uh, give to people for new fighters that are coming in for the new season that they should watch out for being in a house and going through the whole experience
4: I say you believe in yourself don't, don't even care what nobody else tells you as long as you know yourself you believe in yourself and be who you are follow your guts don't let nobody tell who you are and always work hard and believe you could do it that's all that's all I believe in. When I was in, and I believe myself. I don't care what anyone or whoever that knew that think they know me, but they don't know Jason Jackson. I knew who the real Jason Jackson was, so I believed in him.
1: You you awesome. cl- you clearly believe in yourself and are not lacking in confidence. Where where do you think that you could improve?
4: Um, definitely, I could improve a, a lot more in my ground game, and you know, um. I could uh, I could I could improve a lot, and you know th- th- I, now I'm I'm just starting to get in my real skin and the real Jason Jackson get comfortable with what I do, but I, I only been in the game for five years, and it took me five years to accomplish what somebody um accomplished in ten years. So mm-hmm. it's a lot to come, Jason. I'm still young, and you know um I'm around the right people, so learning is not the question. I'm I'm definitely gonna learn something new. If you can, um, let's take a step back. You talked about five
2: years uh, in the sport. You um, had a couple of things I want, I want to touch on. One is, is to hear about your how you got into MMA. Now, you've been with uh, ATT the whole time, yeah? Or not?
4: Oh, no. No, never join them. Never will. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> he, meant black black zillions. Zillions. Another, he meant black zillions. He meant
2: black zillions. <laughs> take a shot. I'll take a shot after <laughs> yep, the, uh, yep. after the <laughs> As episode. As you should. What, what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Black zillions.
4: Oh. <laughs> um, a, a, what was that? A, a, um, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, what got I you into the sport? Fish. man?
2: What was that? What got you into the sport?
4: Um, when after I finished high school in 2010, you know, I, I had um a rough life, man. I, I was staying with with family members, you know, and mm. I didn't have like like I could say support, but um I was at home and I was just watching the. The promo for Chuck Liddell and Ra- Quentin Rampage on TV. Now that was a UFC and
2: match or the Pride match?
4: Yes. So not it wasn't even a Pride match. It was in the UFC. Okay. And the way Chuck Liddell was just he, he was just doing his thing. It just inspired me right there. And th- then I was I told my auntie like I was like I was so amazed. I was like, that's what I want to do. And she looked at me with a with a Jamaican accent, you're my boy? <laughs> <laughs> not lick oh, shots you. grandma <laughs> <laughs> like, to knock sure your you. eye out I'm like they're not going to knock my eye out in a year after I said that I came back and I gave her my first amateur belt and said I told you I was going to do it wow. and who, who would know that I will be here where I'm at right now
2: mm-hmm. doing
4: an interview with you guys
2: yeah mm-hmm. and this is just a springboard my friend I think for you I think so
4: absolutely <laughs>
1: Let's talk about your fight against Marcelo Althea, uh American Top Team. Jay, I'm sure you have some questions <laughs> about the fight.
2: Yeah, it, it's. I watched it twice, um, scored it, uh, it, it was close. Um, so, uh, J, J, I almost said JJ, I don't know if you go by that, but it was, uh, Jason won. Yeah? All right. So Jason won by majority decision. Uh mm-hmm. two round um sorry, two Durams. two judges saw it. Yeah, saw it for him and one saw it as a tie. Was quite close. Um lot of a lot of strategy and at least my first viewing. Um I thought the first round was quite close uh, Jason was getting off better with the uh, w- with the striking. You were you seemed to be working a lot from the outside, circling circling around and moving. And Grillo never quite really got your uh, got your timing. He would get you clinched against the cage a little bit, but couldn't quite get the takedown. Certainly not enough to do uh, to do much of anything. Um, and then the second round, you just kind of ran off with it. I had, he uh, he really did not. He was there even less. I felt in the second round than the first one.
4: Well. Like I said, the first round was more of a fill-out session. Mm-hmm. I was still trying to um, get get on like the the timing on my check hooks, and I didn't. I don't know how the guy hit, so I, I was make sure keep my distance, fill them out right. First of all, I spent a lot of time filling them out, setting up, fainting them, freezing them, fainting them, freezing them. A lot of people didn't realize that. That's what had Marcella stuck the faint and the freeze. Mm-hmm. So you know, once I freeze him up, he couldn't get off mentally not physically because he was physically there but mentally he wasn't yeah and um like i said that the second round i knew i had this guy beat i knew i'd I, I break him he, he, he tried everything in his power to get in and i just kept the footwork the movement the angles and just kept on popping up with the jabs and let him run into stiff jabs a lot of people don't know that because they don't understand the fight game they thought i was raining like a chicken but hey that all you
1: want. <laughs> <laughs> Running like a chicken. Would you? Sorry, really quick. Would you agree with Dana White's assessment that um that Grillo was taken out of it when you knocked his uh, mouthpiece out of his mouth? That mentally he was just done.
4: Dana White's a fan, and obviously you could tell what team he's on because he sounded a little biased <laughs> to me in, in, in most of his video. But I'm not going to take it to heart. I'm there to do what I, I'm there to do. It's okay. He could be a fan of the sport as well and the owner, so. I don't really like judge what Dana White says, or you know Dana White. He, he I guess, he knows MMA, but I don't think bit. he knows nothing about Jason Jackson.
1: You know, I just Grillo. meant. What do you think that he was accurate that in his assessment that you took um, Grillo no. out of it after that hit? No. no. Okay. No.
4: not at all. Absolutely not. He's wrong on that prediction right there. Okay. Because it was the the, the setup. The feint, the setup, change level, the feint, and the jab. It was frustrating. If you can't hit something you can't find, you hear what my man Glenn said, he's like a GPS. Yeah. <laughs> find Jason. <laughs> so if, if you can't hit the target, you're going to get frustrated. And, you know, a lot of people, they don't have that strong, strong mind to keep going.
2: Now, you guys, obviously both teams have been, you know, staking their claim for, for that city for a while um, everybody it's a, it seems like it's a small community in, in regional MMA just wherever you go. Um, I'm wondering how familiar you guys were either yourself or the whole team in general on what ATT was bringing to this season. What guys they were and you know how familiar you were what your thoughts were with you know going in to face Grillo in this match.
4: Um Grillo since day one before I even went inside the house, the one question I asked, number one question, who is their top guy? Mm -hmm. Because I know, I was like, who is their top guy? That's the guy I want to prove myself against. And, you know, um, that's who I I, kind of more targeted. their top guys. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what a coincidence. Everything just went the right way, and we we matched up. So I I was kind of a little bit confused. Like, did they know... I wanted to fight girl or something. Uh-huh. So, <laughs>
1: what other guys did you did you or do you want to fight?
4: Like in in on this team?
1: On the team, yeah.
4: Like I said, I wouldn't mind fighting Hyder, And ah, damn sure ain't mind don't mind fighting Steve Carl so any anybody on this squad. I love fighting. I enjoy it. And a lot of people don't understand that. I enjoy it to the T.
2: Yeah, if they don't book you guys on, you know, after, once the season's over, you and Steve Carl, if they don't jump on booking that match, then there's, uh, bring it to my show.
3: I'll I'll book it on my show, my
4: (laughs) man. I would love to attend your show.
3: (laughs) So,
2: you know, as we've said, you know, this this personality that comes out, you're having fun, you want to be not taken seriously and, and enjoy it all. Um, and also speaking about uh, Chuck and Rampage, in 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 the research and you know in reading about you a little bit, I've also I also noted you're a bit of a, a pro wrestling fan, yeah. Love wrestling, love everything. <laughs> oh shucks. All right, man. Oh, there go. we the go. come from? What's that now?
4: Where do you think the charisma come from? That's what I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. I, <laughs> it it struck me. You must be a, a pro wrestling guy. All having this fun and knowing to to be able to be serious when you got to, but then have fun on the times that you can, that you don't have to be serious. So to that end, I know you're going to have a strong opinion about this. Are you a Bret Hart guy or a Shawn Michaels guy?
3: Uh.
4: <laughs> and I think I know the uh, answer. I'm not either. What? Ooh. What? I'm, not- more of, I'm more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, the Rock. get it, I'm buddy? Sure. You and I, we're awesome. <laughs> Who were your
2: favorites when you were coming up? Like, who did you watch? As, uh, as, I, I no, I know The Rock was one,
4: right? Number one, yeah, inspired me.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, can I ask you? Since you're a huge wrestling fan, and um, as you have a very large, colorful personality, has that been done on purpose? When you have a camera in front of you, are you on because you know that's what sells tickets and gets people invested in, in fighters?
4: You know what? I thought the same thing too, but people that, when camera's not around, they tell me, man, this is really you. Sometimes I'll be feeling like, you know, I'm overdoing it, but it's just not, that's just me. You're just on a roll.
1: I that's just it. me. <laughs>
4: that's good to know. Who else uh,
2: growing up, who are some of the other favorites in the wrestling world? Who do you, uh, and, and actually MMA too, I'd, I'd like to know, you know, what uh, who do you look to? You talk about Chalk and Rampage, which is certainly understandable. That was a great feud. Jones. well John Jones, Don
4: Corne, Rashad Evans, Iron Spong. Mm. a lot of guys outside the wrestling world as well. Movie world, Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what about your fellow Jamaican and my friend Uriah Hall? Has he inspired you at all? Not at all.
2: Oh. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at all. So
3: I, much shade. <laughs> no, no.
2: The audio it cut is. out. I couldn't tell. It was, it was emphatic. No no,
1: no. no. No Jamaican connection there. Got it.
4: No, not at all. I tried over the weekend and he, it was like, it was like um, Mickey Mouse saying no to a kid. I went up to him, oh. laid my pride down and I felt like he dissed me in such a way. It was like, you know, you know what? I just humbled. Just say, you know what? One day this guy gonna know who I am.
3: Oh. oh,
1: wait! I will. I'm just gonna say in his defense. I know how he gets on fight weekend. I wouldn't take it personally if I were you. He's he he gets like that with everybody, including his close friends.
4: <laughs> well, I, I'm hope hoping so because I I, I think highly of him. Yeah, and I think he 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 have what it takes to become champ. And that day I, I talk highly of him too, especially on the show. Yeah, and aired it. And so, you know, for me to, for that, that to be my first, first experience to meet him, it was like a little kid, Mickey Mouse to a little kid. Go away, kid. No photo. Aww.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to share that with him. I see. I'm going to be talking to him this weekend. He's back in LA and I, I have a feeling it was just because he's in, he, he, he literally shuts everybody out. His friends, his family, everybody. So don't take it personally.
2: If If you saw him on a Sunday, that might've had something to do with it.
4: Because Saturday <laughs> yeah. night wasn't a great one for no,
1: him. No, it wasn't. <laughs>
4: saw so him on a, a Thursday
1: right uh, before the fight, oh, oh boy is yeah. cutting even worse, weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: Brethren, he's cutting the weight, you know he's in a bad mood, you know how that goes, <laughs> hey, hopefully that's what I said to myself yeah. to forgive him like i am hoping that because i'm- I'm still a big fan of him, you know' saying I'm like i fully it's just it's just he was having a bad day, that's the only way yeah. I could have stopped being mad at him, like you know what mm. let me just just upset that he's human being and he he's go through it. At, at some point in his life, you know, um, but, you know, I, I was a little bit disappointed, you know, because like I said, it was like, I saw Donald Cerrone that, that same, what was it, the morning, and he was like more than happy. I I wasn't even talking shit to him, and he was like, man, I love this dude. <laughs> but, well, know, yo,
2: it, one of two things, my friend, either you're going to have a very good friend in the future with Uriah Hall or this is gonna start another uh, John Jones and Daniel Cormier situation <laughs> later down the road. Like, yo, you dissed me when I first met you. You Hollywooding me. Which... Oh, it could be
4: Rampage and King Mo. Remember
2: what's that now? Remember
4: that? Remember Rampage and King Mo when they meet up for the first time? And that
2: too, yep. Uh-huh. I'm saying,
4: but it could be that either a good friend, but either way, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What <laughs> the uh... whatever. No, you go ahead. I'm
2: oh, sorry. What was that? I was going to ask, um, going back a little bit to the match, um, when you went in there, did uh, did Guerrillo surprise you with anything? Especially, I mean, the way that he wasn't coming at you. He's a, a longtime veteran of the sport and fought overseas uh, for many years. Um, what, what were you thinking there? How, what was the difference between what you got in the cage versus what you were anticipating prior
4: to that? Um... I knew um, I, what I was anticipating was um, he was trying to take me down, so I knew what I was looking forward to, and I, w- I knew what I was going to do, so I wasn't really worried about so much about what he was bringing because I knew once I go back just doing jab, footwork, and movement, okay. nobody going to stop me, including Michael <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, That's
2: another one you were popping some junk with last night, yeah? On Tough top
4: I love Michael Binsman, man. He take nothing personally. He takes nothing serious. Yeah. He's
2: the same way I am.
4: Did you guys get on yesterday? Got on pretty we, good. I mean, on the show, you were fine. Yeah, definitely. You know, it doesn't matter. But, you know, I'm just the one that, you know, I, I'm always have something to say. If you feel like you come at me the wrong way. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Binsman, the same way. You know, he got, he could, he could keep it going for days. Hmm.
1: Hey, Jason, talk about a little bit about, you know, every week that we have some of the fighters on from your show, we ask them about the atmosphere in the gym and how loud it is and whether or not it affects them and all the cameras and lights and whatnot. And, and at American Top Team, it was certainly very loud. Dana commented on it as well, that it was like a UFC fight. Can you tell me what that atmosphere was like compared to being at the Black Zillions house?
4: You know what? I don't know if it's just the way I said it, because... Um, I thought it would have been more pressure fighting at home. So that's why I, I begged to go over to their house where I know their guy, this this their guy, this this it, this their man. And, you know, once I go to their house, I had nothing to lose because everybody already know I'm going to lose. They had it in mind that I was going to lose already. So I was so free going through that, like, whoa, I want to hear booze. I want to <laughs> hear doubts because I, they're –
3: We
1: got
4: you man. Yeah, there you Yeah. Oh, you still here? I'm so sorry. My my yeah. son he's he's moving all over the place. It's okay. Um I try to camera. Oh man. We can <laughs> hear that's you. That's okay. Man. We it's can so still good. hear you. Yeah, go
1: for it. You can hear me? Yes, we can.
4: Oh say how do you see me then? Not right now.
1: Yeah, not right now, but that's okay.
4: It'll come back. Oh, okay, um but going over there, um it was it was more I was more relieved. Because I, I knew that 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 um that they had me as um the underdog, I was supposed to lose and this this not not said and so I was more more calm and relaxed knowing that I just have to go and do work and I was free mentally in my mind. I was so free. All my teammates, them, they did everything in their power to try to motivate me, but but um. I was too free. I was in another world because this was my dream come through. And Marcelo was, he had the name. He fought against John Fitch mm-hmm. and it was a close fight. Nobody knew about Jason Jackson. Nobody would know who Jason Jackson is. So so I was like, now nah, this is this the breakout seal fight, fight for me. This is the breakout seal. If I, if I beat this guy, everybody going to know who I am. So, you know, I, I fought this one smart because... This one is bigger than every other fight I ever had.
2: Certainly is. It's a big. You've got more on the line on this show and the match than than any other spot in your uh, in your career. I'd like to talk a bit about your career, though. Um, a couple of things. I am curious. What we found uh, we found two two different records for you on uh, between SureDog.com and uh, MMA.tv. Excuse me. Um, Different listings for for your amateur record. I believe that we found the right one on uh, amateur MMA. Amateur record is five and one. Five, and one. five okay. and one.
3: There you go.
2: All right. All
4: right. Now, <laughs> I beat him already. Who's that? Now? Who did you beat? Uh, the guy that I, that beat me the one time in amateur. Michael Lilly, yeah. Michael Lilly. I, that was my last pro fight, and I and I beat him.
2: Okay. I was going to ask about that. You have an interesting pattern in your career between amateur and pro. You beat you you lost to Michael Lilly as an amateur. You beat him as a pro. I also saw you fought two guys with the last name Cintron. I was kind of wondering was it was Efren and Joseph. By chance, were they brothers or cousins or something? Who no! I would just run through the whole family. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
2: my god! Did did you know was that uh, was that a thing? where they were are they family?
4: I don't know if they're related, but I don't know if they're related. Mm -hmm. I I didn't pay attention to that at all.
1: We have another fan question for you, Alexis. Go for it.
3: It's a split question between my question and uh, a fan question. So my question is, because you have such a giant personality i always wondered most fighters usually their music refers since we were talking about reggae earlier um if music affects you know something to pump you up or is there something that you listen for fight week and things like that and then somebody uh renee actually in the live chat asked what is your favorite music artist to listen to
4: oh man i love some michael jackson yeah Yeah. I came out to Michael Jackson for a couple of my fights. And I gained so much fans, it's, it's not even funny. It's hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of my, having Michael Jackson?
4: You know who Michael Jackson is.
1: Yeah, and of course. It yeah. goes
4: with my personality. It goes with my personality. A happy, happy, joyful person. I come out just moving. And he keep me loose. So, you know, I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson. And some of the music that I listen to in the back, I would listen to um, mm-hmm. music to pump the, the gentleman's and then a little bit of lo- love music to put it right in between. So I won't be overworked. Whoa, my-
1: a little bit of love music. Give Aye. it. A, can you name one? Name a song or a, an artist?
4: Bob Marley. I love Bob Marley. Everything's going to be Aye. all right. Aye. Aye. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. If, if you don't like Bob
2: Marley, you're probably not part of the human race, yeah? Oh,
4: my word. <laughs> but the day when I was going to fight, um, um, gorilla, we couldn't sing on the show, but in my head, on so one song kept on humming throughout the whole show. Is that yeah. "Imagine Dragon" "Underdog"?
3: That's a great song. I love that song.
1: So oh, you go, man.
3: I'm not good with names. I have to like hear
1: it mm. and then I recognize it. Yeah, I'm um, good taste, sir. Always a great question though, because music yeah. is is. I mean, what do you listen to when you train?
4: Um, I listen to some Bruno Mars, Treasure Nice. <laughs> <I> love- <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here. <laughs> It gets me going. It gets me going for sure. I listen to Wale. I went to his concert over the weekend when I watched my teammates rumble and beat to a fight. I went to one of his little concerts where it was like an honor. So I could see him in person, live in person. So, you know, I love I love all type of music there is, man. If you actually go through my playlist, you will be like, what the? You don't listen. That don't go with your character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I have a... Sorry, what? You, is he still going? What? I have a question about uh, you know. I know you're a little biased being on the Black Zillion team, and you guys are all amazing. But you know, with American Top Team losing so many weeks, do you think that they are showing their best? Do you think that this is representative of who they are as a team and and as individual fighters?
4: I think they're I think they're doing their best, but it's hard. It's a lot of pressure. Just being there, like when I was there live, everything looks different. And I think they're doing their best. It's just they just came across the wrong set of um team. That's just it. But th- their guys are good. You get what I'm saying? They're good. They're pretty good, but we're just better. That's all it is. Was
2: well, there's one part to this, uh, this episode in particular, the cliffhanger, a little bit that we left off on, where Dana introduces that there's going to be uh, at least the option for both teams to replace two different guys. Um, what uh, I, I've seen this done in in past seasons, and it you know does tend to spice things up a little bit. Um, is is that what can you tell us about that? Is that just for ATT or uh, the both of you? And uh, any 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 clues both
4: on camp. what we can
2: expect to see coming forward?
4: Both cl- both both camp both camp um, have that option of switching out. So, you know, um you're going to see better things and better characters. Better characters. Better characters. Right. <laughs> than you? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but you know. <laughs> come now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's a good teaser for years to come. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like that. It's a good that. one,
4: right? That's a good one. <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> Let me
2: ask man, are they um I I don't know if you can how much you can answer this, but I'm very curious how much, if the UFC or anybody has kind of given you ideas uh, or impressions about what happens to you guys after the show, are you guys all picked up or some
4: people will be picked up? I'm not sure. I haven't heard of nothing yet. Huh. So, you know, I haven't heard of nothing yet really with my name involved with it. But if nothing doesn't come come about, you know, I got absent beat. Go go, to, go go! Start making movies. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do you want
1: to be an action star? Is that a goal? What?
4: what? Of course.
3: Ah, I would love. To. Who would you want to uh, act with? Like you know, Schwarzenegger or like He's any? Say of the Rock. I was. old. Well, I knew and the Denzel. Rock was going to come up and Denzel. <laughs> I was trying to see if there was like uh, another
4: top list. You know. Um, uh, would I might do it with Ice Cube, Kevin Hart. You nice. know, something that I wouldn't mind getting with those guys. Guys like those. Those are those are good you know, to bring out more of my character. I can see um, you
3: picking up Kevin Hart over your head and, like, throwing him somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It'd
4: be great. I wouldn't mind, you know. Um, there's a lot of talents out there that I would love to work with that, you know, I could I could do a little something-something with my character as well. Mm-hmm.
1: So is there a potential Los Angeles move in your near future?
4: Like I said, wherever the money money is calling my name, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bro- I was just wondering, because that would be a big change in camp.
4: Yeah. Where, where right? the green is,
2: so is the ass-kicking machine, right?
4: <sighs> yes, that's a good one right there.
2: There you go. You yeah. can have that.
1: There are a lot of good camps out here. Uh-huh. A lot of fighters do very well out here, you know, training and, and living in L.A.
4: Yes, yes. But L.A., I might get lost in that city right there. It's too big. mm
2: that's, that's true. We live in a big state, my man. Florida is big.
4: I know that's for You be all right here. Hey, um
2: <laughs> This is fun.
4: <laughs> uh, you know, guy bring bring me over there for a good reason, special mission and you mm-hmm. know, like I said, I always follow my guts. Mhm. Yeah.
1: That's a good way to be.
2: Talk talk a little bit about uh, the, your your son. I mean, being a, a young father and with this uh, budding fight career um, you know what, what? How easy or difficult is it? What are some of the challenges of of having to juggle the two uh, the two situations there? And do you want him to be a fighter? Let
4: me tell you something. Just one second. I, I'm about to. I had to buckle. I'm going to answer right real quick. Just one second, please. Sure. We'll I'm gonna get right back to that question. We'll talk amongst question. ourselves. <laughs>
3: that was a question I wanted to ask because I know a lot of fighters who, uh, who have children. Some mm. of them want their kids to go into fighting, like my, like my parents and stuff like that. Like my yeah. dad's a boxer, grandfather's a boxer, and my mother, you know, she's done kickboxing too, and she was kind of like, I don't know if I want the kids to be involved three black belts later. It's kind of <laughs> a little too late. Yeah. So, but I, I've always wanted to know, especially from a professional standpoint, like, you mm. know, okay. how does that, how does that work? I've
1: heard fighters, even in the last, it just in this past week, mm-hmm. talk about it passionately. Brendan Schaub, not allow, nah, no, he's not going to yeah. allow his kids to get into fighting at all. Or yeah. I mean, at least, mm-hmm. yeah, no. at a young age. Yeah. Um. I I wouldn't just because of I don't want any head damage until yeah, they're older. <laughs>
3: yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. You know what I
1: mean? But I definitely wouldn't want to get in anybody's way of of what they love. But protecting the head while no, it's it, growing, it
3: totally makes sense because I mean, important. My brother got his black belt when he was four. So how does that happen? He, what he, he was four? no no because no, he was he was so talented he was like I want to keep going for the next belt and they're like Uh, it's kind of it he's was like nonstop f- yeah he he's was the four. youngest he
2: doesn't know if he wants what cereal he wants that nope, morning that's not how that
3: works he's determined <laughs> he's, <funny>. de- <laughs> he's, <funny>. he's 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 <laughs> uh twelve years old and he's already a third degree black belt
2: Cheer-
1: that's answer? amazing all yeah. right j- now we can answer your question, question. about your Sorry son about and then and then we'll uh we'll
2: you there ask kissing machine kicking machine.
4: <laughs> so, so what? What my son? I mentioned on the show. Like without him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. You know, um, I um before I didn't have no drive. I didn't. I couldn't find that drive. I I didn't have. I had no reason to life or to live. That's quite yeah. powerful.
1: So, yeah.
4: I remember not not too long ago, last year, around this time, I I was five jobs.
2: We may be losing you.
1: you. Oh, JJ, think we lost him. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. I know the best question. No, that was really good too. It It sounded. Like, a great answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, um, I think we were
2: about to see the seriousness of Jason Jackson. Yes, that, I
1: know. That it is sounded, not in the cage. It sounded like it's his kid is given him purpose and motivation, mm-hmm. which... Um, I mean, you hear that a lot actually from oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. but we gotta wrap up mm-hmm. so, um, Jason if you can hear us thank you so much for joining us it Absolutely. was fun to speak with you and, and we certainly appreciate your time and best of luck on the rest of the season come
2: back to us when you're uh, here in LA doing action movies man.
1: yes we'd love to meet you <laughs> um, and uh, Jay where yeah. can everybody find you
2: I'm telling you guys for the very last time <laughs> University of MMA, (laughs) Sunday evening at 5 o'clock LA time. Club Nokia in downtown LA. You can find me. Introduce yourself as an AfterBuzz fan. I will buy you a beer. Standing on that one. Otherwise, I'm around social media at J10716.
1: Alexis, where can we find you?
3: You can find me all over the interwebs as A Torres 890 I know that we had a very long discussion in this chat, so please continue it. (laughs) Tweet me and everybody here. Jared, I know he's not here because he's (laughs) sitting there in the sun. He's probably passed out right now. (laughs) Um, But again, also hang out with me if you like to see the sound or see my face and the sound of my voice Live.com for geek nerd tech it's going to be awesome
1: awesome and you can find me on Facebook Twitter Instagram Periscope at Siri Serrano thank you so much for joining us we will see you next week
0: from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network